Hey everyone, it's Daryl Kristen with AfterBuzz TV. Is your computer running slow? Well, MyCleanPC.com can clean it up and speed it up today. Now you might be asking yourself, how did my computer get this way? It's so frustrating sometimes, right? Well, opening infected email attachments, downloading music, and games can slow down your computer. Over time, running these programs can cause junk files, internet clutter, processor, and hard drive errors to build up on your computer. MyCleanPC can help. First, go to MyCleanPC.com, and in minutes, you can get a free computer diagnosis and find out what's slowing down your computer. Then simply activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk, internet clutter, and even remove viruses, and MyCleanPC is guaranteed to increase the speed of your computer. With MyCleanPC, there are two easy steps to speed up your computer. First, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis. Then simply activate MyCleanPC software to optimize your computer performance. Go to MyCleanPC.com today and find out what's slowing down your computer. That's MyCleanPC.com. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Sword Art Online After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Sword Art Online After Show. Hey there, AfterBuzz fans. We are here for, to talk about Sword Art Online today. Murder in the safe zone. Bum, I'm, bum. <laughs> I'm your host, Megan Salinas. Joining me on the panel today is Katie Cullen. Hi, and Tari Miller. Yoroshiku. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> it's like my favorite part. My favorite part of every panel is just introducing Tari. <laughs> hear what he has to say. It's magic. Do it again. It's wonderful. Do it again. Yoroshiku. Yeah. Well done, sir. Um, Liz Rishmaui can't join us today. She's under the weather, so please feel free to tweet her and wish her better, you know, wish her well. Um, we hope she gets well soon because we miss having her here. So please get well, Liz. We love you, Liz. Aww. Come back. You're better. Uh, all right, but before we get started today, we, uh, we wanted to talk to you real quick about Maria Menudis' new book, The Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness, which is super great. Um, it came out uh, this Tuesday, so um, it's got tons and tons and tons of recipes and exercise tips. Um, we mentioned last week it has lots of words uh, <laughs> and lots of words and pictures. It will murder. It won't help you solve any murders, but it does have step-by-step exercise instructions. So if you're looking to lose weight, if you're looking to just, you know, change your lifestyle to be a little healthier, this is a great step in the right direction. So Mm. definitely highly recommend this. I'm on a diet right now, so all these recipes look absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yay! 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 Now, let's go ahead and jump. Oh, and uh, one other thing real quick. If you like what we're doing here at AfterBuzz, if you like the Sword Art Online panel, go to iTunes and slap us with a five-star rating. Leave a comment. That lets our bosses know that you're enjoying uh, the Sword Art Online show. (laughs) Stop (laughs) slapping, Tari! Oh, you said to! (laughs) With a rating. A five-star rating. See, there's five. five, 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 five,
lets our bosses know that we're doing a good job and that you're liking that we're covering these types of shows. So, let's go ahead and dive right into the episode, Murder, Murder. in the Safe Zone. <laughs> Murder. Bum, bum. That be the whole panel. You, just got, you guys just going, Murder. <laughs> Uh, last week, as Tari brought up, we had Cowboy Kirito, you know, and this week we have, I suppose you could say Sherlock Kirito, mm-hmm. you know, Detective Watson Kirito. Kirito, Watson Kirito, Watson I love Kirito it. and Sherlock Asuna. I would watch that TV program. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we are watching that TV swords. program. Yeah, it's it's great. You know, we we kind of step away from this, you know, the you know the in-game genre, and it becomes kind of a point-and-quick murder mystery sort Those of deal. Those of you who are good with Photoshop, please, please, please. <laughs> Asuna <Photoshop>. Sherlock had <laughs> Kirito with a Watson hat. Actually, Tari did a really great... Um, what did you use for that? Was that paint or Photoshop? Uh, that was Photoshop. He did a Photoshop of Kirito wearing a cowboy hat from last week's episode. We'll have to tweet that out because it was the best thing oh I've seen all week. Fun. It was great. <laughs> so hard. Totally made my day. Spurs and Yippee-ki-yay. all. yippee <laughs> So we'll definitely tweet that out. But this episode starts off, actually, um, not uh, with the murder mystery. It starts out, actually, on the 56th floor. And we have the assault group looking over um, plans and trying to devise a strategy for how to tackle the boss on that floor. And that's when Asuna gets the idea to lure it near a village filled with NPCs. And they'll lure it there, and that way, while it's busy killing all the townsfolk, you know, who are NPCs? They're not actual people, in, you know, who are trapped in the game. Um, they can go in and kill it and catch it while it's distracted. And Kirito is having none of this plan. He's like, NPCs are different, guys. They're people, too. Right. No, honey, no, they're not. No. They're, no. And, and which is interesting that he views them as something, you know, more than just, you know, kind of items found throughout the game, even though they're they're things that if you kill them, they'll respond. Right. But, I mean, he's so, like involved in the world itself. So, like, I I thought it was nice that he saw them as still people. Because her plan, I feel like it was the equivalent of going, all right, let's gather, let's, you know, drop this bomb on a place with a lot of poor people. They're not people, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> This isn't Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it would be extremely sociopathic if they weren't computer programs. If there were actual people in that town, yeah, there'd be a problem. But considering that it is a game of life and death and she's weighing on that, if they can have an advantage by having the boss they need to kill distracted by destroying something that will just come back on its own anyway, no harm done, why would you not take advantage of that? I haven't read the light novels for this particular adventure and I I probably won't get a chance to until we're done with this panel unfortunately, just with my schedule but um, I've I've heard my my little brother has watched the series all the way through, and you know he's done all his research on it. He was a big fan when it was airing last year. But um, I was talking to him, and he says that Kirito actually has um, had a lot of interactions with NPCs, and there does seem to be something more. So if that's the case, you know, it's something that happens off screen. If that's something that's canonical for this series, it makes perfect sense why he would be t- completely uncomfortable with this plan. Unfortunately, that's context that we don't have because nobody saw fit to put it in there. So as it is, Kirito just 
looks like an idiot for valuing the lives of computer programs over the lives of people who are stuck in this godforsaken game. And what what we also get from this is that he and Asuna seem to be butting heads quite a bit, and that they've been doing it for quite some time. They're not seeing eye to eye on a lot of issues. And that's causing a lot of arguments and a lot of problems um, within the assault team. And we also find out that she has joined the Knights of the Blood Oath and is second in command. She took his advice. (laughs) And what's great, too, is that we also get to see um, Klein and Agil. Um, They are also members of the assault group. And even though we Mm. don't really get anything from Klein, we get stuff from Agil in this episode. And it's wonderful to see him again. So (laughs) awesome. Just great watching this and uh, Kirito saying, well, who'd have thought that she'd go and join a guild and become the most powerful players? And Megan and I are watching it going, called it! (laughs) Hands up, we totally... (laughs) Just like, how how did we not see that coming? Yeah, right? She's in the opening, guys. Of course she's going to be powerful. So is Sachi. <laughs> you just go and rip the band-aid yeah, off, Katie. We just came from the attack on Titan panel. <laughs> Doesn't mean we it hurts any band-aids left oh. after that. Well, anyway, um, again, another bit of context from the light novels that we don't get is that supposedly this argument um, escalates into a duel. And so, again, you know, we, we don't necessarily focus on that, but we, we skip ahead to floors. And... Um, you know, they're on the 59th floor after the opening, and Kirito is lying back and taking a nap. <laughs> In the shade of a tree outside on a beautiful spring day. It's it's all very shonen protagonist. Oh, yeah, this right. is taking place uh, March March at the beginning, and then this right now is taking place in April mm-hmm. of 2000. 24. Oh, gosh, they've been in this game for so long. (laughs) Like, what, two years at this point? About about a year and a half. Oh, my gosh. About a year and and a half in this game. And nobody's caught this guy. I'm still not past that. If they can solve this mystery, maybe they can solve the mystery of where Akihiko is. You'd think the police would do it. They get actual Sherlock Holmes on this (laughs) Come on. Where are you? Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm so there sad. There are other things going on in Japan that need Elle's attention right now. <laughs> oh, gosh. Could you imagine if these two things are happening at the same time? The plot of Death Note and the plot of Sword Art Online? Awesome. I, uh, I, I, no. No. That's something I mean, they don't. Broke. Let's continue. Yeah. <laughs> Japan would be like the worst place in the world to live. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to be a magical girl, I'm sure that's probably happening at the same time, too. Oh, Madoka? Oh, God. I was thinking Sailor Moon, but hey, if we want to add oh, some murder right. into the mix, the reboot is coming up too. Anyway, we're getting off topic. <laughs> um, Asuna, fantasies aside, Asuna comes up and she's like, "What are you doing, you lazy? You know, you other people are working their butts off, and you're sitting here lying, you know, in the shade." And he's like, "Look, this is, you know, statistically speaking, this is going to be the nicest day on this floor. It would be a complete waste to." Um, it would be a complete waste to waste it, you know, toiling away somewhere. You know, right. feel the wind, feel the sun. And he, yeah, he my makes, job doesn't work like he that. He makes <laughs> some interesting observations. For one, they can feel the breeze. They can feel the sun. That makes me, that makes me, that solidifies the suspicion in my mind that they can feel pain in this game. Right. Or he's Which, deluded. He, well... One of the two. I had, uh, I'd buy either of them. I would buy either theory. Well, They're I'd assume that plausible. it was like psychosomatic. Like they yes. feel it because they want to feel it. I mean, their brain is in this system, so I mean, essentially, it could adapt to be like, all right, now I feel. You know, 
It yeah. could be, but if they can feel things, that has a horrifying implication for when people get murdered they in this world. They did establish yeah. in the first episode that they can't feel things. Well, Klein, that was Klein reacts when he's been hit as though he can feel it. We we've talked goes, about oh, wait, this before. We've talked about this before, but that was before Kayaba Akihiko trapped them in the game. I think the rules have changed. If I'm wrong, please feel free to tweet me or comment on YouTube. Please let me know that I'm wrong. Because I feel really bad knowing that these people feel when they get killed. But don't spoil anything. <laughs> Please don't spoil anything. Spoiler-free comments. Please. I, this is the first time we're going through the series for me and Katie. Um, Tari, you've already seen through. Yes, ma'am. But, um, but yes, tweet us, let us know. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, so Asuna does sort of see it his way. And as he kind of dozes off to sleep, she also decides to take a nap. And he wakes up and sees that she fell asleep and decides to watch over her. Because as as we find out later, people have been exploiting people who are asleep. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. So she wakes up and she's super annoyed that he's there when she wakes up. And she's like, mm. she almost strikes him. But she's like, one meal. You get one meal for for watching over me, and then that's it. Because as as we know, their arguments have escalated to the point of a duel. Right. They, you know, clearly they're not on the best of terms, even though we don't get to see this develop. So, again, it is a problem, I know. I'm, is, I'm acknowledging I, we, that. We've spoken about this a little, and I will speak about this at the end of the show. I have issues with the writing choices here. But plot first. Anyway, plot first. So they go down to the fifty seventh floor, and they're at a tavern, and that's when we—that's um, when we get how people are exploiting other people. Um, there's this thing called the dual system, where uh, it's supposed to be a test of strength, but player killers are using it to uh, to their advantage to kill people, even within a safe zone, um, and that and that people who are falling asleep. Uh, they are susceptible to these player killers using their hand to click OK to a dual request. Right. It's a and fail then, version of stop hitting yourself, basically. Pretty right. much. And so um, they get these sleeping players to agree to a duel, murder them, and then take all their stuff, well, I imagine. The, the thing I thought was weird is that wouldn't they wake up while they're being murdered to death? Not like, necessarily. <laughs> murdered I mean, to death? Because, <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If your levels are disparate enough, if there's a big enough gap, and if you get a good enough hit, and they're obviously not defending themselves in any capacity, I can see some one-hit kills happening. I guess I can so. definitely see this going down with higher-level player killers taking out lower-level players who have survived this long because they've waited for the assault team to clear everything before going up on floors, right. or because they've banded together. So I can totally see them picking on weaker players and killing them in one hit. Right. New and creative ways to murder online. What a yeah. great game. And, and we've seen in previous episodes that people can be killed in one hit. It's you true. know, depending on what your level is and everything like that. So it's very conceivable that people are, you know, getting exploited in this way. But that this seems to be a new way that people have figured out that they can murder one another, which is terrible. Um, because it, in the safe zone, <laughs> this you, is what they're focusing on. You could try, you could join the assault team, you could try to get out, you could work on getting out of this game in real life. But no, let's figure out new ways to kill other people. It seems very short sighted. destroyed. It's very short-sighted in the grand scheme of things. 
Anyway, so while they're sitting here talking, we we get a couple people um, actually who recognize Asuna. You know, she's sort of famous at this point for being second in command of the Knights of the Blood Oath. And uh, she has a nickname, the Lightning Flash. Ooh. Ooh. And then we also have people going, who's that shady guy in the coat? <laughs> <She's-> <laughs> <laughs> when last episode we had, he's the Black Swordsman. Yeah, so well. it's it's very interesting who recognizes Kirito as a beater and who thinks he's just some shady guy <laughs> hanging out with with famous Asuna. But while they're before they have a chance to eat, uh, there's a scream that's let out and they run down into the courtyard and they see a man hanging from, from his neck from his neck from uh, what looks like an in room. With a sword, and not just any sword, a sword that's like serrated, yeah, with like yeah. thorns and stuff, um, sticking through his chest. So Asuna tries to run up and you know save him, but it's too and- late. By the time she gets up there, he you know he succumbs to you know repeated hits, even though he's trying to pull it out, but he can't because you know the thorns sticking out of it. Yeah, yeah uh, it's it's barbed, so you try to pull it back and it stick. And it's not like he has the leverage to pull it this out. Was this was one of the more good... brutal things. You know, thank goodness there's no blood in this series, but this was one of the more brutal scenes that we've seen in this, probably the most brutal thing that yeah. we've seen so far it because he's good... trying to pull it out, um, you know, for like a solid minute before he finally dies. It takes right. him, we get at least 10 or 15 seconds of him freaking out, struggling to breathe, trying to pull it out, and the audience going, ah, before he finally before disappears yeah, he disappears. Nothing. Which, longest 15 seconds and then, of this show And so then far. when the sword falls, you know, and he, he disappears, and the sword falls, we see that, you know, the, the rope was a noose. And so, and the only way this could have committed, been committed in the safe zone is if it was a duel. So Kirito, right on top of things, is like, everybody, look for the winner icon. But there's nothing to be seen. So he and Asuna decide to put their grievances aside for the time being. Um, and team up. And team up <laughs> to solve this mystery. And suddenly it becomes a murder mystery. And I'm super <laughs> excited because I'm pro one, anything being turned into a musical, adding the musical to anything obviously makes it better. Or two, making things a murder mystery. I am pro both of these things. The so, best would be a murder mystery musical. Somebody let me know if that exists somewhere. I'm sure, I'm sure it does. It does. <laughs> I'm sure it does, too. I mean, the closest we've gotten so far is Hyde. Yeah, not really. Anyway, there's so... There's plenty of murder in that, anyway. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, there's, um, you know, they set their grievances aside, and Asuna is like, look, there's not going to be any time for napping. And he's like, you were the one who was napping. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, this, um, I mean, we don't really, it's not something that you necessarily pick up on um, just because um, Kirito's um, voice actor downplays him quite a bit. It's very, it's a very subdued performance. It's very good. But Kirito's a jerk. He has no idea how rude he is to other people because he was sleeping first. Just saying. (laughs) Um, Eventually, someone is going to beat him into the dirt and he will deserve it. <laughs> Eventually, well, this future will be confirmation a thing. of pain. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Asuna squeezes his hand, and he's like, "Ah!" So yeah, if nothing else, that maybe proves that they feel pain. <laughs> I uh, someone tell me. Anyway, so um, they go looking for witnesses. They go looking for witnesses, and one girl steps forward. Her name is Yuko. Yoko. Uh, 
Yolk? The way they it's, pronounce it, it's Yoroko, but it, it it's spelled like yolk and then... Yeah, but, it, but it's pronounced Yoroko. Yeah. Okay, so Yoroko comes up, and she's like, we were on our way to dinner. She knew the victim. The victim's name was Kynes? Yeah, Kynes. Kynes. Okay, cool. Sorry, this series of names. Kynes. <laughs> series of names are just like, why? Why? <laughs> so, but they were on their way to dinner. It seems like they got separated in the plaza. Someone snuck up behind him, and before she could do anything, all of a sudden he's hanging from the, you know, he's hanging from the side of the building. He's been murdered to death. He's been murdered to death, yeah. yes. And she was the, the one that initially screamed that brought them out of the tavern. <laughs> so Kirito and Asuna um, decide to, um, that they need somebody with an appraisal skill to find out, you know, where the weapon came from because the weapon has been left behind. And we get an interesting character interaction because Asuna calls him out again on um, him being rude because he's like, obviously, you don't have an appraisal <laughs> skill. And she's like, neither do you. Like, what? Like, why are you so rude? He's like, oh, should I address you as Sir? Miss Ma'am? Asuna? Yeah. Second in command? I love the lightning flash, <laughs> and I in the Japanese version, I I don't know if he's been addressing her with an honorific uh, or just as Asuna, or if it's the wrong honorific, or if it's we, a, right. nuances, do, do you know, linguistic I, nuances. Um, I don't. I was gonna I was gonna rewatch or rewatch it in the Japanese I, to see, but I watched that particular scene in in Japanese again, and when he's naming off all these different titles, he's trying different honorifics. Oh, is he? At oh. one point, he tries, um, you know, the the second in command and. And, like, add Sama at the end of it. <laughs> and she's just giving him this look. This, like, you're dead to me look. But right. finally, she just kind of brushes it off and just goes, just call me Asuna. It's, you know, way, way quicker that way. Well, I like that he wasn't doing it, like, in his mind, it, he wasn't doing it to be a jerk. It was just like, Am I, did I do something wrong? Like, I don't understand. Social interaction, I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> How do I people? There, there are times where I'm like, Kirito, you're such a jerk. But then scenes like this where it's like, no, he legitimately doesn't understand when he's being rude and when he's not. Yeah. And there's an earnestness there that's kind of endearing, but you're like, you're still an idiot. 15-year-old <laughs> uh, boys. Um, but anyway, so they decide um, to go see Agio, who has a shop set up on the 50th floor. Um, you know, buy cheap and sell cheap. That's my motto. <laughs> Sure it is. It sounds like he scams some of the newer players. Oh, I'm sure he um, But anyway, so they go down there, and Agil's first reaction is, what are you doing with Asuna? I thought you two hated each other's guts. Super subtle, Agil. That's right. super he subtle. He pulls Kirito halfway over the counter. <laughs> puts him in a headlock and has this really hairy, what are you doing hanging out with her? I thought you guys hated each other. It's like, you're supposed to be a solo subtle. player. Subtle. <laughs> so subtle. Agil is many things. Subtle is not one of them. (laughs) But it's great to see him again. I love that he's become a recurring character. I want him to be the main character. I I would watch a show focused around Agil. That would be great. I I hope we get more of him in the episodes to come. He's in the opening. Yes, he is. He's Which in means the, nothing in this show. <laughs> in this show. Nothing. But um, but it's nice to see him again, and it's nice to see he and Kirito have apparently become friends off screen. I really wish we could have seen that develop, but it's just nice to see him. So uh, let's anyway. Moving on, he with his appraisal skill is able to determine that it was created. the The sword is called Guilty Thorn. 
and it was created by somebody named Grimlock, who it, it's it's a it, the name doesn't mean anything to him. He's not a well known blacksmith, mm-hmm. but, but it sure sounds like a villain name. Yeah, it, seriously, and very villain Grimlock <laughs> and um, and Guilty Thorn or the Thorn of Sin. It, oh. It's a very interesting name for a sword. It sounds like they're you know that you know. For something that is now a murder weapon, Someone it's a very was interesting to Evanescence title. while they named it. <laughs> I suppose, <laughs> or so. within temptation, or something. Anyway, so Kirito's about to try it out on himself when Asuna stops him and goes, "You're an idiot, Agil. Hold on to this because clearly this guy can't be trusted. Then <laughs> he's gonna stab himself." <laughs> I actually wanted to see what was gonna happen. Like Kirito. if it was just gonna bounce off his hand or if it was gonna actually go through. Well, we've seen from the last episode that you know it takes a lot to take Kirito down, but she's absolutely but right. If it's they cursed don't. if it's poisoned. We don't know if there are status effects in this game. One of a million things could have happened with the sword. It could have gone wrong. And he's just going to stab himself in the hand. So it's really good that she was there to be like, don't be an idiot. Agil, hold on to this. He can't be trusted with sharp objects. (laughs) He's a solo player and he needs to be babysat. And she's, she's, but again, he's being really reckless. Um, and I, I'd like, I'd like to think it's not, um, him, you know, still recovering from, you know, the loss of the moonlit black cats, or if he's it's just so over, year, or if he's just seen. so overconfident that it it doesn't really matter to him. He's um, dumb. I'd say it was yeah. Dumb. Anyway, so they they decide to go and question Yuriko again, and uh, that's when she decides to tell them the whole story. Um, and she and a couple other people, kinds, and uh, as we will meet Schmidt, were all members of a group named Golden Apple, and they killed a monster, and it dropped this rare ring that gives you plus 20 agility, and the group was torn on what to do with it. They were like, okay, do we sell it, or do we keep it for ourselves? Um, Yuriko uh, Schmidt and um, Kynes, that's his name. I was thinking Klein, and I was like, Klein's Klein not in there. Not involved. <laughs> no. But Klein's ahead of his own little group. I'm in every guild, guys. <laughs> He has so many friends, unlike Kirito. But um, they all wanted all Kirito's friends. They um, they wanted to keep the ring for themselves, whereas um, everybody else in the in the guild, including this gentleman named Grimlock and the head of the guild, Griselda, um, everybody wanted to sell it. So they put it to a vote. It was three to five, and so Griselda decides to go and sell it. Sadly, she never came back, and nobody ever figured out what happened to her, except that they know that she's dead. They know that she's dead, but they don't know how, and they don't know what happened to the ring after that. And so... And she, what another bit that we get is that she and Grimlock were sort of in-game husband and wife. Not in mm-hmm. real life, but in-game they got along as husband and wife. Mm-hmm. And so this raises a lot of speculation. Um, if, like, for one, who killed Griselda? Was it one of the three people who wanted to keep the ring for themselves? Because Yoroko seems to be under the impression that this is some sort of vengeance that's going on, that they're picking off the guild members one by one as some form of revenge. But we don't know what's happening with the other guild members who wanted to keep it. Right. So um, 
But um, so it, it raises a lot of questions. You know, what happened to Griselda and who's doing this and why and how are they getting away with it? Because you have to get somebody in a duel in order to kill them in the safe zone. So it's like, is there a bug that's going on? Is it some has somebody found out a way to exploit some sort of code in the system? Is it like a cheat code? Right. Um, but Kirito kind of rules that out. He's like, no, if nothing else, Sword Art Online puts everybody on an even playing field so it can't really be something that's in game unfair so you know that that raises a lot of questions so they call schmidt who is actually a member of the i don't know is it the divine dragon alliance or the holy dragon alliance uh, holy holy i, I believe yeah. holy, they're calling it holy in this one but i think it was like the divine dragon alliance in another in another episode but the holy <laughs> the dragon, dragon alliance that can't decide on its modifier <laughs> yeah. but so the Those holy guys. dragon alliance um and he's one of the members of the assault group so it just so happens that kirito and austin know him vaguely so they're all they all you know sort of get together in a room and Yoroko is standing at the very unfortunate location of beside right the open smack window. in front of the open window. Yeah, <laughs> is that safe? <laughs> yeah, there's a crazed killer on the loose. I would close she... the doors. I would bolt the doors, lock the windows, and like close the blinds <laughs> if I thought somebody was trying to kill me. Right. And that she starts losing her noise about maybe it's ghosts, maybe it's a revenge scheme, maybe it's she just goes. Yeah, she she has, like, a full-on panic attack. And, like, to the point where she thinks that it's possibly Griselda's ghost seeking revenge. Which, again, doesn't really make any sense unless one of those three guild members decided to kill her. Wouldn't it be really, really creepy if all the people who died in the game haunted it? Oh my gosh! That We've just great. changed genres. Well, I mean, it's a it's a <laughs> now possibility. It's girl. I mean, in uh, WoW, don't you turn into a ghost after you die and you make your way back to like a save point or something? I so, and I know I in Dark Souls. In Dark Souls, actually, um, you, you're you essentially, it's like a race, I don't think it's a race against time before, I've never played Dark Souls, but according to what I hear, you essentially become a zombie if you die too many times. I don't know if that's game over if you just play as a zombie for the rest of the game, let right. me know. Well, but this is a game that, when you die, fries yeah. the person behind it. So exactly. if there's a program after image that's, I'm going off the rails here. <laughs> Basically, I changed us to a horror genre. But yeah, we, we don't know what's going on, but as uh, Yoroko is freaking out, all of a sudden she's cut short when all of a sudden a knife flies through the open window and stabs her. She falls out of the window and disappears into bright blue polygons. And then we get our, you know, the the ending, the ending sequence. Theme. Right. And so this is our straight up first cliffhanger episode. Mm-hmm. And we we don't get any resolution. We have no idea who's committed this murder. Um I for the longest time I actually had my money on her being the killer yes. and playing the victim. Right. And now that theory went out the window. Well, I mean, um I I I had that theory as well, mostly because her rant when she was going, ah, it's all our faults, and she essentially, it was kind of like a threat in addition to being a rant. Like, she was blaming everyone in the guild for each person's death going forward, Mm -hmm. Um, and then she died mysteriously without a duel, without anything else. So I feel like something's up with that, and I think that she might still be around. She might still, like, like somehow she set it up to make it look like she died. Yeah. But she, she looked pretty dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I you mean, can fake your death in Sword Art Online. My theory, and I'm 
fairly certain this is going to be 100% wrong, but <laughs> this is my pet theory, is that the murderer is someone who is not connected with the guild in any way. Doesn't know anything about this ring. Absolutely nothing to do with guild politics. He's just some jerk who figured out that you can kill people in a safe zone. And it just so happens that his first two victims are people who have this horrible, torrid past behind them. <laughs> That's it. So Asuna and Kirito would be like, we did all this investigating for nothing? <laughs> exactly. All you gotta do is just catch him in the eye. I'm sure that's not going to be it, but I would love for that to be it. Again, don't say anything. Don't yeah. spoil yeah. anything. Spoilers, guys. Let me have no my ridiculous spo- pet theory until next week. <laughs> well, yeah, and I I was wondering, I was thinking, okay, maybe... I, I, I genuinely don't know. As much as I love murder mysteries, I am terrible at figuring them out. <laughs> I am terrible at making predictions. I'm one of those people who, when watching a horror movie where you're trying to figure out who the killer is, I'm like, it's that guy! And then two minutes later, I'm like, it's that guy! <laughs> well, and keep so, in mind, we never see Grimlock in this episode. No, he could no be dead for all we know. Yeah. No he could be another doing. victim. Someone could just have bought a ton of his stuff and then go around dispensing stabity death with it. Yeah, he could have been dead and somebody could have stolen um, Guilty Thorn after he after he forged it and has and gone the around. knife, because that knife also, also had, had the, the backwards barbs in it. Yeah. It really did. It was the exact same style. So I'm, I'm sticking with the theory that perhaps Schmidt... Since he's the only one left, yeah. <laughs> Schmidt and Kynes and Yoroko, that maybe they did plot to kill Griselda, or maybe they didn't plan on killing her. Maybe they were just planning on stealing the ring and keeping it for themselves. Maybe the end that went wrong. Somehow they're responsible for Griselda's death. And I don't want it. I don't want it to be this straightforward, though. And it really is Grimlock getting revenge. But I feel like there's a huge piece of the puzzle that we're missing. I feel Grimlock is probably dead. <laughs> this is in why all I honesty. want it to be a random person. Because if it's Grimlock, it's way too straightforward. Or maybe Griselda's not dead. Maybe she decided to keep it for herself. No one knows. And it's also possible that somebody just happened to rob her and kill her and go, this is a really rare item. I should kill everybody else who knows about it and has decided to wipe out the rest of the remainder of Golden Apple. And Benny Hill it away. (laughs) And although they did bring up that the ring has plus 20 agility, so it's possible that they're using the ring to commit these murders to go and, you know, but again, how are they doing it with out actually getting people to agree to a duel. And agility so, is more dodging than straight up land speed. It is. Right. Well, unfortunately, as, fun as, as funny as the Sonic the Hedgehog idea is, <laughs> it's more of a dodging thing. <laughs> I love that. Um, that all of a sudden this ring, go it's fast. like Sonic he- the Hedgehog, and all of a sudden, do, 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 do. Go and you can run really, really quick for about 30 seconds. Anyway, um, do you guys have any other speculation about who this is or how it's being perpetrated? Tari, no spoilers. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm... But but you can tell us what you thought when you first saw saw the episode. Um, I when I first saw it, I was like, they're not giving enough clues because every clue that they give, essentially, they're not laying out clues. They're just making us more suspicious of people. Exactly. And, like I had assumed that yeah, it was Grimlock because his weapon, etc. He's the red herring. Every good murder right. mystery needs a red herring, and Grimlock is the red herring. You're assuming that this will be a good murder mystery. <laughs> um, but I think that, like, uh... Wait, no. No, <laughs> I have a different theory. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> okay. I think that no one's actually died. Huh. That doesn't seem physically possible. I think that, um, because 
going up, basing off of I think Yuroko the, and Schmidt or right. Kynes would disagree with right. you. <laughs> but um, based off of the ep- the next episode title, the title alone, um, which has the something something illusionary something or other illusionary Avenger. I think exactly. I think that it's all smoke and mirrors. So you think that somebody's creating, you know, had some sort of illusion skill. Um, which is difficult because magic but doesn't no exist magic. in, the, right. in this game. That some sort that they've done some sort of illusion skill is kidnapping these people, yes, and is plotting their revenge in some other way, shape, or form, or is covering up, you know, their deaths. Like maybe they are faking their deaths, and right. that this way they can get away with the ring without anybody going. Oh well. <laughs> I still think it's someone completely unrelated and that he managed to grab two people who were embroiled in guild politics. Okay. I like my crackpot theories and I'm sticking with it. All right. Well, if those are our theories for the episode, I guess that basically well, wraps it talk up. talk about the writing. Really quick. We're really running short quick. on time. Having issues with the fact that we skipped so much. We don't have character development between Asuna and Kirito. We just take it as someone says it that, oh, they're not getting along. Oh, well, this happened, but we never got to see it. Oh, well, Kirito's been taking chances, but we we never get to see anything. This episode, I would have expected to be episode 15 instead of episode 5. So we could see all of this Kirito and Asuna starting to devolve into dissent and D i s s e n t. Just, just they're arguing a lot. That out there. They're <laughs> right. arguing a lot, so we can actually see these relationships develop instead of just taking it on one line of instead dialogue. Instead of being, oh, this happened. It's poor writing. Instead of being I, told that they develop exactly. Yeah. And I don't know if they made the mistake that FMA Brotherhood did and expected that everyone read the light novel. So it's like you all have context. We're just showing you a pretty animated version, which is awful storytelling. I don't know if they're going to go back and cover things. I don't know if we're going to yeah, fill in the at gaps. This stage, it's but right tough. now, I'm yeah. frustrated that we are missing so many puzzle pieces and the story's going on assuming that we have them. Um, well, I, I can answer really quickly a couple of those in that, like, this is a side story from a different volume of the main story. The main story, um, even from the second or third chapter, takes place um, around this time. So you start with the uh, initial first episode, and then you jump a bunch of, uh, I guess, a bunch of floors later. So the main novel, because the, the series as a whole, um, half of it is uh, in one place and, and the other half is in a different place. Um, I'm not saying anything more than that, but yeah. like, so, so basically, have a these are a bunch of, of side quests. Basically, yeah. Okay. Well, it's still tough because these are world building episodes and they're character building episodes for people who don't have that context, and that it does make things difficult. But unfortunately, we are out of time. That wraps it up for this week's episode of Sword Art Online for AfterBuzz. Uh, Katie Cullen, where can the people find you? They can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Kiaxet. That's K I A X E T. I'm also on the Attack on Titan panel. And you can catch me on Twitter uh, at Tari J. That's T A U R I J A Y. And I'm also on the 100 panel. Nice. <laughs> and you can follow Lizzie Maui at, um, or you can follow Liz Rishmaui at Lizzie Maui. Sorry, Liz. Um, like I said, tweet her your get well wishes. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at The Menguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I'm also on the Attack on Titan and Turn After Buzz panels here on Sunday nights. Thank you guys so much for watching this week's episode of Sword Art Online. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Yeah. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.